0: To Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger here with my co host Tara Connolly. Hello. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And Christmas has come a little bit early this year, both in the form of the excellent compilation we're discussing today, and uh, as of the recording of this album, Gifnailin, the Christian Olsen book, has been released. So you can head over to the Ajna Offensive and order that. I know it was the first thing I did today.
1: I absolutely plan on doing it this is the first i'm hearing because i didn't see that on the internet so hey gonna be doing it right (gasps) after we record great news thank you for giving it to us and to the listeners gray the news
0: giver yeah i mean it'll be a few days before our listeners hear this but uh, just giving you guys a chance to grab one early before it sells out thank goodness i love
1: it But yes. It is time for a dark Noel. We thought it would be a great time to do the Excelsis compilation on project records. Of course, the fantastic Christmas comp. And it's been all coming up on two years that we talked to Sam Rosenthal. Really interesting interview. So if you haven't listened to that, head back. I want to say it's January of 2022 that we talk to sam and in the extra segment he discusses putting this getting this comp together so tying back into that and looking towards the dark noel that is landing in a few weeks and this is a comp that we've always loved and i'm excited to discuss it today
2: I was wondering if we were going to say excelsis or excelsis. I think most people say excelsis, but excelsis means high in Latin. Another language that I do not know.
1: We're definitely not going to say it that way. Oh, good. So I'm relieved but because I'm you. not
2: going to do proper Latin for this whole thing. It makes it kind of kind of makes you sound like an asshole sometimes.
1: But thank you for letting us know exactly how it is pronounced. And yes, for the extra segment today on the Patreon we're going to discuss other albums and bands that we love listening to around this time of year, fitting some directly related to the season, some more just tangentially related, the, the feeling of them. So that'll be over in the extra segment today. And in case you didn't hear last week's episode, do want to just make extra note that the extra segment was a video. The entire Huck Finn VHS was up. Thanks so much to Ron Lessard for giving us permission to put it all up there, but definitely worth heading over the Patreon to check out that video. It's such a fun time talking.
2: It is a true joy watching that
0: video. Agreed. And Excelsis came out in 1995, was heavily distributed and has been reissued numerous times, including in 2021. There was a vinyl issue of it. Now the vinyl issue is missing some tracks. And the Bandcamp of the remaster is also missing a couple tracks, most notably the Eva O and the Sorrow pieces. So if you're listening to it there, you're missing a couple of the tracks we're going to discuss. However, this CD should be in plentiful supply wherever you shop for CDs. It was, as so we talked to Sam, it was on the counter at every Hot Topic like there's these there's plenty yeah. of these CDs mm. in existence
2: dig around you might have it and not even know it
0: yeah it's it's such a great one and such a
1: great look at project at this time the mid 90s just some of the great project bands all represented here and this is a cool one because obviously there's more for lack of a better term musical numbers on this but there's plenty of great abstract stuff and ambient stuff so it, it fits a lot of boxes and a lot of the tendrils that we like to discuss here on noise extra i love how this
0: comp starts so i start a bunch of tracks i actually feel like the compilation gets better as it progresses i agree mm-hmm But there's a star next to this one, because this is a great opener. Arcanta, Carol of the Bells, one of two renditions of Carol of the Bells on this disc. Mm -hmm. And just beautiful choral arrangement with the bells and chimes in the background. Harmonic bliss, uh, and it's a very nice way to open it up. And it's also a bit less traditional in the rock vein, whereas a few of the tracks definitely fall into bands playing these songs. A lot of them are unique interpretations or kind of standard interpretations that take it a little further and add to the flavor of this release. This is the perfect way to start it off. I can't imagine putting this anywhere else, but at the end, right, it's a Mm -hmm. really nice piece to cap it in one way or another.
2: Well, and again, I think this compass is so it stands out of my mind because of the way the vocals are approached, like this is the layering Thomas Carlyle airs. It's all his voice layered over and over. And some of these voices are every, everybody's got reverb, but they're truly have this raw and very human feel. And I love that approach here. And I think this stands out in my mind as, as something really important for me in recording vocals, because I had never thought to just go with it, you know. It was I I used to be such a perfectionist. I thought nothing was good enough, and then I heard this, and I'm like, no, this is actually really humanizing for the voice, and I appreciate the the flaws that you see and that are presented, the rawness, the humanity of it. I, I think it's so inspiring. But this first Carol of the Bells is, I mean, I just wrote iconic. It's I absolutely love this track.
1: Yeah, slowed down more of this ambience floating backwards, everything taken to this great expansive level. And certainly you can tell it's Carol of the Bells, but this one has, it slightly deconstructed. Now, as we go on with the comp, there's going to be tracks that are very deconstructed, but this is just that perfect way to walk into the dark Noel. And one of the projects on here that I, I wasn't super familiar with is is Arcanta. Mm-hmm.
0: Likewise, I'm I'm not yeah. really familiar with the project. I remember the Sacred and the Profane album being around, and I think I have maybe even owned it at a point. But yeah, I don't remember it at all now. I don't know what it sounds like. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, always great to go through a comp and go then check out some more of the artists that really stick out. And this is definitely one that
2: sticks out. Yeah. His voice is so distinctive and it has the feel of, of again, somebody from another time, especially and the approach to the Carol, the bells. And I mean, honestly, Carol, the bells is so good. I'm glad they have two tracks inspired by Carol, the bells. I think it could stand uh, many interpretations. It's, I mean, one of our favorites.
1: It absolutely is one of our favorites. And I'll say now i I think it's clear and certainly was when we were going full time at it, that clay rendering was very inspired by project records Mm -hmm. and project record bands. And there is a very deconstructed use of Carol, the bells in a clay rendering song called winter nest on fires that cleanse. So we did actually do a somewhat of an interpretation of, the riff on Carol, the belt. So all
2: notes contained there are go. in Carol. Yeah, the Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there you go. In case anyone <laughs> wanted to check that out. Up next is definitely one of my favorite songs and one of my favorite project bands. Love spirals downwards. Welcome Christmas. The Grinch. Song, and I love how slowed down this gets, and I love her voice doing it. It just really to me, I only think of this song as this version. I don't even think mm-hmm. of it as from the Grinch
0: <laughs> that's funny i uh, I guess I didn't realize that even that that's what uh,
1: yeah,
2: it's a song they sing in whoville they sing it
1: uh they sing it on on Christmas morning, yeah, all right all it's right. great when when yeah. everybody comes
2: together, but I mean even not knowing that this is like right in that perfect pocket of like sweetness and darkness. It's dreamy. It's drowsy. And, and the clear as a bell, like female voice. It's just, I, I find this just uber satisfying to listen to.
1: But yeah, I, I love love spirals Downwards. I think all their project records are fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm. An- I
1: am it.
0: very aware that you're a, you guys are big fans of love spirals downwards. It's, one of those bands I definitely remember from my time listening to the Project Record stuff is would be Love Spirals Downwards, obviously Black Tape for a Blue Girl, and Love's Lies Crushing being the kind of big trio of bands I think of. What pops in my head when I think of the label, I guess. But
1: yeah, this is such a great, brightly dark track. Absolutely love this one.
0: Up next, we have Fuchikachis Itu, which on the reissues is just credited as thanatos because it is patrick ogle so
2: there you go <laughs>
0: got a funny name on the original issue but if you look at the digital and the new stuff it's just credited to thanatos
1: and it's also sam and and the and Lucy and the singer of black tape at the time or one mm-hmm. of the singers so it's sort of a a a collaboration between thanatos and black tape
0: this is a rendition of "O Come All Ye Faithful," which is just very nice, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. This one's a little more straightforward. Yeah, has the neoclassical vibe, neoclassical vocals.
2: We get more hot Latin action and Beniche Ramos. It's so minimal still, though. Like I think most of these tracks are just so you know stripped back. You have usually three elements. There's like a there's a an undercurrent, a voice, and maybe a bell. Yeah,
1: yeah. Simple, but and I, I think this too has those vocals, like you're saying, there's a rawness to a lot of the project bands. And black tape for sure has that where maybe there's a little bit of reverb, but it really can be very direct, very dry. And that's something that stands out in the project world, obviously there's bands that do layer their vocals in different effects and we're going to get to those, but there is a directness to a lot of the project stuff. And in a way, when we were looking through this comp, there is something very American about Mm -hmm. the project bands. Of course there are bands, not there are some European bands on here, but when you think of like the bands that you, Pointed out as the project bands, it is their American. So there is this American take on the dark gothic sound that is very distinct. I feel that project bands are very distinctly project.
2: It's treating something as precious and not precious at the same time. It's like the vocals aren't overly corrected. Maybe they're done in not as many takes as somebody would do and not spliced together. So you get this really unique feeling performance to them. Uh, And I, I really enjoy that approach, especially like, I mean, black tape for a blue girl, like there's some wild takes in a lot of those tracks. And I, and it makes me love them more. The more I hear those, you know, the strangeness that happens in there.
1: And also having talked to Sam and just knowing that they really did operate in a very DIY way, especially for the time. And especially for this style of music, you you know, Sam was dubbing the tapes when they were doing tape versions and yeah, eventually they got to the point where they were, there was comps and hot topic and they were getting out there. But again, this was also in the nineties when CDs you were selling and you could do 10,000 copies of a CD and it would go, but that was still considered a minimal amount of CDs, you know, relatively speaking, you know. But, you know, knowing that they did operate in a very small, independent way just is that much more exciting than hearing the the way these sound. It's so great. It's so
2: personal. I love it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Up next is this ascension with their rendition of Carol of the Bells, and very much a symphonic piece this time pushing towards a it's not proggy but the end of this track really uh, goes for it
1: yeah, yeah a little bit right but yeah no i love the way this goes and the layering and the continual layering of this and how it keeps building and this one's a little more straightforward mm-hmm. than the than the first version but you know this is just one of the great Christmas songs that has that great haunting melody. It's one that you think of when you think of dark Christmas songs. And it's something that especially Tara and I love about this time of year. And I know that we've gotten people more into this time of year that maybe were resistant to be into Christmas and December because for us, so much of it is this dark, early dark days the wind the lights and the time to just close the doors and get into your own your own end of the year space your own winter space your own Christmas space and it's something that we've loved forever and I know we've gotten people more and more into this time of year and this comp especially is one of those things that it's December rolls around and you pull this out and it really sets the, the space to have, you know, like you said, Tara, more that personal time, that time of that you can record, you know, some solo stuff or that you can just get, you get in a different headspace in December. And it's something that we've always. Yeah.
2: Time of reflection, but, And great. Like, tell me if you feel the same way. Like, now that we're not around snow, but I, the, this comp makes me think of the times that I liked snow in Michigan. And that would be like, let's say you're home and you don't have to go anywhere for two days, right? You have groceries, you have delicious beverages that you enjoy and then it starts to snow it's kind of like the best thing you're like i don't have to go anywhere i'm set for a couple of days you can just kind of like enjoy having like a little warm pocket of isolation
0: i've never minded the snow when i don't have to go anywhere it's going places or being outside in it that can be less enjoyable but definitely have enjoyed some nice snow time when i would visit my parents of course they live uh, they lived up in eastern washington and I would go visit them and there'd be tons and tons of snow that uh, some property up there and it would just be snow everywhere, of course. Mm-hmm. And I've even been considering visiting a mutual friend of ours who lives a couple hours outside of L.A., but uh, they get snow there. Yeah, so much snow. I kind of want to do like a little three-day snow jaunt. It's been it's he been on my mind. He better pick you lately. up at the
2: bottom of that mountain because he has <laughs> chains on those tires, Gray. So meet him at the bottom. Have him drive you up. But yeah, I was
1: talking with a, a friend of all of ours as well, and he was asking how living out here how do how do we designate the seasonal change. And I, it is difficult and it is something that it's definitely something that maybe I, you know, a a negative about out here as far as that is an odd thing that it can feel the same year round. But for us part, a big part of it is the getting dark early. So the getting dark early to me signifies that we're in winter, but we do, we'll close our blinds. We have all our lights up. So we will create the atmosphere in here. And then it's, different things you watch. And for us, especially doing that is important because we do record our, our, our Christmas albums as we did last year. And we maybe did this year and maybe Perchance there'll be something, something of coming a seasonal out nature but,
2: for something.
1: Yes. But it, it is about you making that effort to set that vibe out here. And obviously a lot of these bands are California bands, So they did then as well. and Yeah, this
2: ascension is from Santa Barbara.
1: Yeah, and and even the Lycia check that we'll get to later was recorded in July. So you, you do have to put yourself in a frame of mind for sure. But yeah, there's times I definitely miss the snow or miss thinking about the snow for sure, miss looking at it, but you can still set the atmosphere wherever you are especially when you're listening to this comp and
2: it's a cold climate in my heart so that's oh, all that counts.
1: absolutely and this next track is one of the all-time greatest Christmas songs. Dude. O Come Emmanuel. I love everything about the song. It is so haunting. It has this the those great movements in it and area does an incredible version of
0: this track. yeah this is a really good version and i really like the open with the fm synth bell sounds right yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it pulls yeah, me yeah. right in i just really dig that sound and this one progresses nicely for as short as it is it really does go through some some nice atmosphere i, I dig the area track i don't know anything about them at all
1: right this is one that didn't know anything exactly. about exactly uh and but So such a great rendition and absolutely one of our favorite tracks. Yeah,
2: the the vocals are affected, but they're also so raw. You know, they have that nice uh, reverb and but there's a sweetness to it. And oh, come Emmanuel. I mean, that that is a the tune itself goes back to 15th century France. It's had many lyrics associated with it so again having something that's that old hundreds of years old and still a banger how exciting is that
1: grant i know we've asked you this and probably when we're leading up to interviewing sam but did you ever see any of the project bands live no Uh, we never did
0: no never saw any of them
1: because they definitely toured but i don't know how heavily lycia definitely toured Black Tape definitely did, you know. We talked about that, but yeah, never saw any of those of these bands live.
0: Yeah, I yeah, don't know per- if they just weren't coming to Detroit in the late nineties, early two thousands. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm not sure if I if they played and I just didn't think to go, or if they just never just didn't know, never never found out about it. Yeah, it happens. Yeah,
2: so. my only place would have been Cincinnati uh, that I could have even driven. <laughs> probably where they would go but i don't i don't they did the out.
1: the project fest in chicago a few times but didn't make it out to that so yeah it would
0: have been really cool to see these bands live especially back then actually i can i can correct that i did see one of the bands on this compilation oh. live which Uh-oh. was faith into the Muse
2: okay so oh, that's we were just awesome. talking about we, yeah, look, okay so we're, when we get to we'll that track very psyched
0: on that track and
2: yes. i
1: yeah, that that makes sense that's cool We'll we'll get to we that we were discussed
2: like we were heavily discussing I'm cry- okay I'm okay yes
1: the thanatos track next the first noel and again here we come with those raw vocals right like it's they're very direct and they're very much the the the
0: main focus of the track yeah but everything else is in the cavern when this so one starts crazy
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah oh my god it's, it's so confusing.
0: That's actually something that this Thanatos track and the Love's Last Crushing have in common is how distant and big they feel. Like, there's a couple other tracks that really have that feel, too. The The Black Tape track is also, it feels really big, but it's also very intimate sounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that, I'm sure, when we get there. But yeah, the Thanatos track is a really... This is, so I hadn't put a star for a minute until we get to this one again after that first one. This is when, for me, everything starts to turn because it's not quite traditional renditions. Right. If they feel a little more unique to the projects and the compilation, then the first kind of handful of stuff feels a little more like Christmas songs. But right. If you weren't paying attention or the lyrics were different, you wouldn't know with this one, I feel like. And that's part of it that, makes it interesting to me the melody of course is there and the, the vocals the lyrics but it's a different take on this type of music and that follows through with love's lies crushing as well the jingle bells snowblower oh which dude i mm, I think it's my favorite track on the comp.
2: It says my heart. I have a heart. It is this such one. I love this track
0: so
1: much love. Last it's Person so is, good. It is so great. It is definitely the noisiest of all the project bands. And I mean that very directly. It is the it's the great noise behind it with the with the vocals. And this one, if you depending on if you just have this on in the background, you would probably not even pick out that is Shingle Bells. And it's one of those where I, when it's just on, I almost forget like which song they're doing. But on this one, obviously we're focused listening and then you do hear that come through. But even then, it's just the vocals. And even the, the vocals aren't, it's not totally exactly the way that song goes. Yeah. yeah. This just has that cavernous noise. And yeah, we, I would imagine these guys would have been great to see live
0: yeah i i would actually really love to rewind time and catch them
1: yeah around you know us. it's just gonna be heavy loud because you know just just that time when bands like this wanted to be super loud but also you gotta
2: feel it yeah it's gotta yeah, cut yeah. through but and then
1: yeah this so great
2: much like the snowblower and the jingle bells and i'm so happy that it's barely discernible that it's Jingle Bells. Cause I really dislike that song. Like I, I know that uh, Mike and I have discussed this on home time. I tried to reconcile last year, my feelings about Jingle Bells, specifically jazzy Jingle Bells makes my, it just makes me like feel murderous. I really hate when they try to make it jazzy. It, it's so much worse. It takes an, a repetitive, stupid song and makes it way worse by jazzing it up. I don't like scatting. Uh, and just makes me angry. Uh, the, yeah, but Jingle
1: All the Way is a great movie.
2: Well, oh, oh. <laughs> so I tried to look into the origins to find something that I could come to terms with within the song Jingle Bells. Because I'm like, why the hell do we here? What's it even about? And like writing, the only thing that I could find about Jingle Bells that is OK is that. People would go out in a one horse open sleigh from bars and basically, basically it's kind of like drag racing for sleighs that would just hold two people and you would pick up ladies and take them out because you couldn't fit any more than two people in the sleigh. So that's where you would go like make out and fool around without a chaperone because you only two people fit on the sleigh or you would go race other people. So that's the only cool thing about Jingle Bells. kind of sounds awesome actually i don't yeah, think what do go like you mean in the old drag no, racing it, with some horses and you go make out well but and i think also the up and then the, you go back to the bar i the, mean that sounds cool but the entire
1: vibe of it's great like the idea of the bells and the jingling bells and the idea of yeah getting drunk so actually this is I kind, like, what, what do you mean it's the only cool thing it's kind of awesome the it, whole thing is i know awesome. and
2: that i told you that was the redeeming the only thing that could redeem jingle bells for me i mean not just like blow into a rage every time it is the, it.
1: the jazzy jingle bells is we it really do me. hate that song uh, but this bells, version jingle bells, jingle this jingle version bells. is totally incredible
2: uh, yes. this version and has the word red. perfect
0: yeah. written next to it in my yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. that's how good it is
2: this version and i also
0: was, in general don't like christmas music period i it's not this, a thing that i enjoy the you know the mariah carries and that kind of stuff just drives me oh, crazy it, uh Totally disagree. I
1: disagree. All I want there. for Christmas is you is an amazing song.
2: <laughs> Watch the video, yeah, you'll and, like it. and it's
1: definitely a song that I've we've come
2: full circle. We've on completely
1: that taken that song back. It totally yeah. has this great Phil Spector vibe to it. Yes. It is totally. An it incredible is very song. Phil, yeah, Phil yeah, Spector. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. video
2: made me come around. Mike convinced me. Oh I yeah, I've yeah, been I love convinced. That I I'm sorry, a, I like it now. I think it's
1: a completely amazing song, but
2: I enjoy that. The Love's Lies crushing is mixed down from a four track to dat in a tiny room naked. That is See, what the line of notes say. that's the true spirit of Jingle Bells. I'm telling
1: you, I th- it's it's fantastic. And yeah, this track is definitely the greatest version of Jingle Bells ever. Absolutely.
0: Next track, Project pulled the wild card with Balderas and Osborne doing it. What child is this? Uh, instrumental string version of the song it's it's very pleasant to listen to but doesn't total uh, round yeah. me up in any way
1: no to- total electronic like classical ambient and yeah great for this time really do dig this version and i i really love the stri- i like the straightforwardness of it but then also that you know that it is synth right so it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's it, i love that that version of it.
2: Great. I wrote the same thing. I was like, that's just a straight up electronic arrangement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I think
1: it's, I think it's great. I'm, I totally know.
2: And and even trying to find out like what Balderas and Osborne were from, like, again, I was totally unfamiliar. Apparently, Balderas is of human drama, the band, which I'm also not familiar, but they seem to have been on some pretty dark labels.
0: Do you know that project? I'm not familiar with them, but I see like triple X records. Yeah. Yeah. Project. Yep. had some stuff on mm-hmm. RCA early on, been around since yep. the late eighties. So yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe time to check them out. I'm not very familiar, familiar at all with.
1: Yeah. New yeah. York. Yeah. But it, definitely a cool, just straightforward electronic orchestration track. And yeah, I, I definitely get into that style around this time. And obviously it, it you know, there's a lot of, Bands under the label of Dungeon Synth who use, you know, similar electronic orchestration. And this is just a nice, straightforward version of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, very cool. Less straightforward mm-hmm. is the next track, which is definitely a favorite on this comic. Yeah.
0: For sure. The black tape for a blue girl version of Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah is fantastic.
1: Oh, yeah dude i love the atmosphere of this this At is first and this words is in my great. notes
0: are good atmosphere as soon as yeah, it starts yeah. off you're soaking in it and this is the one i said it feels really big the reverb and the mixing make it feel very spacious but it also feels very intimate like huge dark room with just like a spotlight on the band kind of thing where you're you're alone in this emptiness but it's also very private feeling i really like this version I, I could deal with, like, three hours of this.
1: Well, yeah, totally. Actually, gearing up for this, we put on Chaos of Desire, the black tape album, which is mm-hmm. one of our favorite black tape albums, and it just sounded so good and fit right in with, with this track. Yeah, I
2: was. this is serious music for a stark and spiritual night. I love the way the male and female voices blend so perfectly on this. And and the way that the song is played out uh is like is, you know, canonical. It's like a canon, you know, it, it yeah. repeats over and builds and builds. And I I mean, clearly we love that style of of that, you know, building repetition. It's so nice, but so simple, so lovely.
1: Yeah, and I guess this would be near the era of remnants of a deeper purity, I wanna say. Casa desires like ninety ninety one. So great, just great era Black Tape. Oh, this whole era uh, up, uh, around this time and uh, leading up to this time is just the cl- such classic Black Tape. And yeah, this track is just so, so sick. And I agree, this could have gone on for 10 more minutes and I would have been yeah. totally mm-hmm. yeah, such a great track.
2: It was a wee three minutes and 37 seconds, but it feels way bigger than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. It, it, it really does. It, it yeah. totally does, yeah.
0: Up next sorrow little drummer boy but this is not the rose mcdowell robert lee sorrow this is veronica sorrow whom i just learned runs a second-hand goth shop that i've actually been to before so
2: you're gonna yeah, say right? the name Craig. it's go. meow meows yeah there you're you gonna go. say the
0: name i'm not it's saying meow
2: name. meows in pasadena and i'm very excited i had to check that it's still open because i really want to go there veronica sorrow of ice princess productions
0: there you go but yeah, uh, this meow you- yeah, meow's is not far from the exotic animal that we take our bunny rabbit to so Whoa. we stopped there while we were waiting for a thing and actually when i was there i was on the phone with jonathan Kennedy for like an extended <gasps> time out front before I, before i went in so i was just standing in front Amazing. of that store so when you sent me a link to it i was like wait wait a minute what
2: amazing i really uh i'm gonna need to go and bands can rehearse there so i say the three of us need to go uh do something and do meow a rehearsal there that'd be uh, hilarious
0: <laughs> but you would the... be forgiven for thinking that this is the rose mcdowell yeah, sorrow though, was... because it's yes it's a nice martial arrangement the first three minutes really building and then it breaks and it goes into a kind of rocking zone but really nicely put together this is a great track. No vocals that I discerned.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is it has this great atmosphere to it. And as far as I can tell, the only track from this version of sorrow, it seems like we couldn't seem to find any other certainly other projects,
2: but not not that from this. But yeah, the I love the the way it starts out with that that minimal kick. And then the tambo, and then, and then it builds and builds and builds. Yeah. Oh, sorry, tambourine. I call it a tambo. I like think a you little know little what. More I specific. think our listeners
1: they got they picked it. up I think on they that. They clocked it. Yeah, yeah. You
2: know, this is a great version of the little drummer boy. I do love the Bing Crosby and David Bowie version of the little drummer boy. Gray, have you ever witnessed that spectacle? It's fantastic.
0: I don't think that I have. What uh, I love, Bowie, oh. but again, oh. do Christmas music usually avoid it.
2: Well, it's, but, this but, doesn't have to be just for Christmas, it is the most over the top spectacle of like uh network holiday. Oh, dude, TV it's one of the all time classic.
1: Yeah, it's like a TV, some sort of TV variety show thing. And ah. David Bowie comes in and, and they do Little Drummer Boy. Ah.
2: I actually, but he, that's the thing is he's like, he's pretending to be his neighbor. It's like, I'm your new neighbor. He's like, ah, oh, they call me Bing. And it's ridiculous. And it, yeah, yeah.
1: Boy's like, or Bing's like, do you, you know, what kind of music do you play? And like, oh, like contemporary music. David Boy's like, oh, like contemporary music. Do you like the contemporary music? And he's like, I think some of it is just swell or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, uh, but like, it's one of those things. It doesn't matter, it, like or not. It just seems to be one of those things that, like, everyone knows just culturally. I feel mm. like it's just a famous thing so hey you got you got a little home where you got to check it I out i promise it's you so you're good. gonna i've so got good. it queued up it's
2: you're so gonna good. love it no, i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna okay. enjoy okay, it okay okay perfect
1: it's so so good <laughs> but yeah fantastic track and then leading into definitely one of our other favorite tracks i mean obviously on. a band that we love we all love and one of if not our absolute favorite project bands.
2: And if you were like blindfolded, you had no idea what you were listening to. You'd never heard this before. Yeah. When this kicks in, you're like, oh, that's Lycia. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, there's no mistaking it.
1: Truly one of the most, Their sound bands
0: ever in two seconds. Forgot to mention them in my list of bands. I think of when I think of Project Lycia is obviously probably the biggest one. So synonymous to me with with Project that I I didn't even think of it. It's such a yeah, like it's Black Tape and and Lycia are like the Project bands. So the other
2: Tara and Mike.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: The the other band that is comprised of a Tara and a Mike and we've just we love love lycia and this is so great right just god i mean does is lycia like 7 bpm i mean is that like like, i I was thinking like playing that i was just like
2: god like playing that slow is so hard and like listening to this i was just like oh my god i would like amazing this is so amazing like mike great job like phenomenal but damn you keep it spot on it's I love it. wild i love it the restraint
0: yeah th- and I mean, that it's man really bombastic but the, it right. is so slow and so dark this is another it's got a star next to it actually the oh, last yeah. the last three yeah. have, of course because there it's this is what i'm saying when this compilation really picks up steam towards the yeah. latter half is you get this and it's it's just great
2: and it just Ugh. dips out like the way that it just kind of like dissolves yeah. into darkness. I love it.
1: Yeah. They're a band that when we get in this zone, it's we, 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 we plow through a lot of the albums, cold, especially oh, yeah, one of the cold. greats, but love day in the start corner. Love the, one of the more recent albums, uh, a line that connects.
2: A line that connects was great. Fifth Sun.
1: Yeah. Great. Fifth Sun's great. I mean, I really, you can't go wrong mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned with. Lycia. So Highly recommend checking them out if for some reason you haven't. If if you have, then you know what we mean. But this would be a band that I would have loved to have seen live, especially. Then Ugh. would have just been yeah. so great. You know, it just had that great sound to it, and you know, you could hear this just loud and slow. Yeah. And you know, certainly when we talk about the raw vocals, this one, Lysia being one of the bands that definitely drowns a lot of their stuff in a lot of other stuff, but it always comes through, right? It's, it, it melts mm-hmm. it into each other, but everything is distinct. The vocals yes. are distinct, even though they are very melting. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, again, Just through a haze, we three kings, one of our absolute favorite songs as well around this time. It's a rad song. It's an incredible song and an incredible version.
0: Lycia forever. Eva O doing Oh Holy Night is up next. Longest track on this CD, actually. It's six minutes and it goes through a few different zones. Eva yeah. O, of course, being in uh, Super Heroines and Christian Death and one of my favorites, Shadow Project.
1: Shadow, absolutely. And Shadow Project would have been concurrent at this time, correct? That Raz yeah. and Eva were still together at this time. This is 95, so a few years before is passing and then them also breaking up but yeah
0: Shadow Project is so incredible uh, yeah, yeah I mean Shadow Project's a, an anytime band for me I can always yeah. put on those yeah. records yeah. and you know we were talking about Bowie a minute ago of course Shadow Project did a couple Bowie covers
1: oh yeah oh definitely yeah 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> <Like> the, the <laughs> yeah. glamier end of Death Rock I love it I love it
1: especially that time Roz was really you could hear the Bowie like so hard in his yeah. yeah. voice around especially Shadow yeah. Project oh yeah totally totally <laughs> but yeah this is a great track and this is you, you said prog earlier this almost is the progiest track as far as it has so many parts Different so, so
2: many movements there yeah, yeah, are so many, many movements to and this yeah yeah with her
1: powerful voice you know it, yeah it is a fantastic yep. track yeah and, we've
0: got the strings we've got the piano, just straight piano we've got organ she does some nice call and response with herself on the yeah. track which mm-hmm. i really like it's a cool track. Again, the longest one on here, but I'm I'm not one to get tired of Eva so it's a okay
2: with me. A, a still a mere six minutes.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Such, yeah, such it's not even the length of a side of a drone seven inch.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This could be Drones a two-track like, zone seven. Inch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I think from around this time, I know Gray, you picked up the compilation book that we had mentioned a bit ago, that seconds magazine compilation. And there's an interview with Ava o, which I I wanna say would be from around this time. So Definitely a magazine that we've mentioned, I mentioned in my White Centipede interview and going back in on that and looking at old issues and, and looking through that compilation book, it really does remind me like, oh, one of those, sometimes you have those moments where you maybe haven't checked out something for a super long time, especially say when you're in high school and you go back and check it out and you have the moment of, like, oh, yeah, that's why I'm like, I am. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's how my brain broke. Yeah, and and that compilation book is one of those, like, oh, yeah, that's, like, all my interests are, I'm still interested in everything that's in that book from
0: stuff I read in high Mm -hmm. school. Oh, the residual knowledge of that, like, I a couple years ago, I pulled out the Amok journal and Mm -hmm. went through it, and Mm -hmm. I hadn't gone through it in years, and I was just like, oh, this is why I know all of this information. is because I read it in this book, like, when I was too young to even know what half of it meant right yeah but it it really lends a lot and it's funny to get those glimpses of like oh yeah this is definitely this is part of the problem right here
1: (laughs) yeah this is part of my problem (laughs) but yeah great great track but gray i know we're getting into the final three here and i'm i'm with you here these uh, incredible trio to end this great comp and gray we're
2: coming up
0: with a band that you did see live Yes,
2: I Jealous. would
0: say I didn't specifically go to see this band. I went to a festival in 98, uh, uh, and, and they were playing. And a, a lot of goth bands. Or I, there might be more that I saw that I am forgetting. Right, There's also right. some, like... I want to say like Ninja Tune acts also playing around that time. So I went to that see would, like some of that stuff too. It was like a confusing would make sense. time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, even maybe some like digital hardcore. Like I could see that all sort of like, and maybe 98, the Venn diagram of that stuff all mixing together. Right.
0: <laughs> right. But yeah, I did. I did see faith in the muse. I don't uh, 25 years ago. I don't remember much of it. Uh, just that it was some good, good and gothic.
2: Was or, it medieval jams?
1: I mean, this is total medieval. This could be middle on middle pillar, right? I mean, oh, you, yeah. Like, I just wrote
0: traditional, yeah. but it's traditional in yeah. the way of like what the Christmas music probably sounded like.
1: To- yeah, <laughs> right. totally. I was yeah. Like, we're in the, we're in the court of a castle. The snow <laughs> is starting, and this is going. I love it. Like This is like I I love the the medieval you know, stuff from the late 80s and early 90s, like when Dead Can Dance was doing more of that on the like Aeon record or however you pronounce that, the world's worst pronouncer. I love those medieval tracks on that. I love the medieval tracks from the World Serpent stuff and the bands in that world. Obviously, on the extra segment, I'm sure we'll mention many of those bands. Dead Can Dance? Yeah. Absolutely. I so mean, this, come on. So this is definitely in that zone and i love love this track and i knew you'd love this too such
2: a warm and welcome song though you know it's dare i say it's cheerful yeah it has that right yeah yeah yeah, it's it's
0: celebratory yeah yeah
2: yeah it's just it's just so exciting to hear and and it is one of those things where like yes you know we like cold intense darkness but then at the same (laughs) time like when you hear a strange you know uh song that was written hundreds of years ago celebrating a warm beverage like you're like yeah i'm down this is great i love this it's this fantastic <laughs> fits right in the pocket
1: the light in the darkness we we're all about that
2: exactly no jazz detected on this track no absolutely not
0: <laughs> in the best way possible oh uh, have you guys had any uh wine yet this season no but we have had it in general i have
1: definitely had my fair share of eggnogs and Mike's been, been nice. drinking
2: some nogs. I have received actually several photographs of some glue some spiced mulled wine from people. Uh, and I have not had any myself.
1: I know gray has made like some incredible bones. eggnog in the past and mm. love that. I always think of any, you know, I think of painkillers around it. Some creamy based beverages. I think of around this time.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I was going to save my beverage talk for the extra, but uh, oh oh
2: yeah yeah well wait before we'll wait.
0: recording, yeah. I poured myself a brown buttered Bacardi uh, Reserva Ocho, old fashioned with Sounds some delicious. tamarind cacao bitters in it. And it
2: See, that's what I'm saying.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's that we have absolutely <sighs> encourage this this time of year Seasonal Get into beverages. The season and so many people we've met who are totally anti-christmas totally anti-this they have softened and warmed from either the christmas drinks to the decorations to the to the movies to the music to comps like this and and other you know, coil like we did last year, you know, with the winter solstice. So, I, it's, it doesn't have to just be
2: Christmas, it, just get some the, seasonal get goodness. In the,
1: get in the atmosphere. And I'll tell you,
2: put some cinnamon in something.
1: What can get you in the atmosphere is this pair of final tracks on this comp.
0: Uh, these are both bands we've actually discussed doing episodes on albums before. And yes. it it should probably happen. I love Autopsia. I'm really happy they're on this. They have some really cool material out there and
2: Band from Prague. Tape, speaking of Prague. Tape
0: on Sound of Pig. Yeah, I mean they're they are a classic weird martial industrial sometimes medieval industrial
2: sound. Did I say industrial twice. It's worthy of having industrial twice <laughs> and uh, I will say that the their tape on Sound of Pig, there's a few available for sale and they're reasonably priced. So, Mike, Uh-oh. we should probably order that now. I think there are four available. Gray's at the command center. For under ten dollars.
1: He's already at the command center because he he and- double checks info there. I yeah. do, we can I do. do that. <laughs> we cannot do that.
2: We have no access to any device. We have mere paper and pencils. <laughs> Uh, but there is a hefty amount of Latin on some of theirs, which I was really enjoying prior to this recording. But yeah, I,
1: yeah this track's amazing.
2: The Steel and Knocked Grave Remix, 1995. Great title. Love it.
0: So hazy. The choral work in it is really nice. I, do I hear maybe harpsichord or like a synth playing harpsichord sounds? Right, right. <laughs> under it. But it's such a foggy mix and so full of atmosphere much like the black tape track the first thing you notice is just the atmosphere of the piece and this one kind of builds and reveals and shines light on different aspects of it as it goes through but I really really enjoyed this track this is another one with star next to it because it's Mm -hmm. this one probably second favorite second or third favorite on the the comp
1: I like how it gets clearer as the Track goes. Yeah. By the end, mm-hmm. it's the the it becomes even clearer. It has this great progression.
2: Yeah, the sampled choir of singing the Silent Night and just such a clean and beautiful. It's almost like that clear children's choir style.
0: That's what I mean by like the shining of the light on things. it Keeps revealing elements yeah. and gets you know they start out foggy or hazier in the background and they. Everything sort of gets a light on it at some points. By the end, you've got this full picture of the piece. They do a great job with it. Such a nice thing. And it's, of course, the funny name, the Rave remix or the G Rave remix, right?
1: <laughs> grave, Rave, Grave. grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So great. And then, yeah, you, we get into the final track, which you think might be maybe a more straightforward version of Silent Night, but it's not really. Mm-mm.
0: It still is deconstructed. Attrition is such a weird band and this is no surprise that this is another just strange version. It's almost a shame that these are at the end of the record. I like them here to cap it off, but yeah, they're such strong pieces. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind them mixed in the middle. You know, I wouldn't mind a compilation of just this style. So right. Cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think two just Silent Night is such a perfect way to end anything. That's true. That it works. And both these versions are great and go great together. I love the choice to do. Put the two next to each
2: other. Yeah. And to wind <laughs> it down again. Yeah. two Versions of Silent Night. But again, it's a song that's worthy of two versions. And you get that just ominous feel like something's approaching, something's creeping. This silent night is like silent night, deadly night. It's an ominous. It's an ominous silent night, and I love the the capstone of that creaking door at the end. Yeah,
0: perfect. It's such a cool compilation for this time of the year. It's got some songs, and it's also yeah. got some really nice atmospheric pieces. Yeah, well mixed together, and it's a classic. I mean, this is a bona fide like yes, classic goth christmas record which is totally a fun yeah. thing to say it's a fun thing yes. to say it's
1: absolutely <laughs> it is it's great pull it out go grab it and you know like you said the the reissues have some tracks omitted. i feel that hearing that as it was originally presented mm-hmm. is the way but however you can get it make sure to get it for that dark noel And we're going to hop over on the Patreon and talk some more about other albums and bands we love around this time. Some things we like to imbibe in around this time. Some things you like to watch around this time. So head on over there. And in the meantime, have yourself a Merry Christmas.
2: You have been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 20 years, by Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com noiseextra and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at NoiseExtra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at noise extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us
0: and to noise.